You're listening to the 3CR podcast, created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Life is a precious thing. Over trade your sovereignty and because recognition, it's not something that we haven't just turned up, so we don't need recognition in that sense. We've been here the whole time. Treaty, from my understanding, from my old people, is end to the war, the end to our suffering and a chance for two sovereigns to sit down and negotiate a settlement. A settlement also acknowledges what's happened to our people over the last 200 plus years. So we can't be talking about a treaty. It's not a treaty process. It's got to have international scrutiny. We're just asking these criminals to, to determine the outcomes of the crimes that they've committed. 3CR, Radio for Change. All the members are angry and they're getting angry at what they're towards the company. One worker dies every 15 seconds worldwide. 3CR is the sort of radio station that we can rely on in the union movement to always give the worker side of the story. We don't put limits on the greed of the very rich. They won't put limits themselves. So what we can do is be part of that movement. Radiothon 2017, 3CR, Radio for Change. Yes, well, Radio for Change is right, is, 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 isn't it? That's the way that we go, because it is Radio 3CR, and you're on 855am, of course, on our Radiothon day. Golly gosh, how the time goes round. Good morning, Glenn. G'day, Susanna, and of course, g'day, listener. It's that time of the year where our listeners support 3CR, and as we know, we're not sponsored by tobacco companies or big news corporations. We're sponsored by you, the listener, because we are the voice of the people. Well, we are the voice of the people. We are the voice of the people. I'm s- and one of the reasons that we ask you for these donations in Radiothon is because of all sorts of things we need in here, like better headphones. Lacquer bands? Yeah, we need a lot more lacquer bands and lots more ba- band-aids and chewing gum to, to keep things uh, going. The band-aids don't go astray, do they? No, well, they don't. But anyway, that's how we run things around here. And we've been running uh, 3CR now since how long have we been going? We've been going since... 75. Well, into 75, a licence was granted. We so got the licence granted in 75. Did. 75 was a momentous year. The, uh, the fall of Vietnam, the... Uh, North Melbourne's first premiership. Um, was it? I guess it was. It was, yes. My my grandfather came up in Corrath, see the flag. And, um, but anyway, 3CR's been going since those days. There's no, there was no internet in those days, no iPhones, and colour TV had just appeared in Australia. So 3CR has surpassed all of those identity, all those progressive things. And 3CR is still here because you support us. So again, give us a call, please, 9419 to pledge your support of 3CR's Left After Breakfast. Susanna Duffy's Left After Breakfast, I should hey, say. 94198377. That's the way it goes. Yes, um, look, look, what can we say? You were helping us stay on air. You were donating to us during the analogue years. Now it's the digital years, and you're still help, helping us there. Well, yes, there have been a few good years, haven't there been? But again, we're here because of you listeners, so please give us a call, 
8377. And we know who you are, listener, so please ring us. We'll be getting a far worse quality education and we'll be paying much more for it. The issue with the funding cuts becomes certainly a human rights issue and that's where we're advocating to ensure that people are aware that if you deny interpreter access to a career pathways then you're actually going to affect deaf people's ability to access services and information as an equal member in the community. It's been a full-on year for me and for Safe Schools Coalition and everyone involved in it and that has really been pretty driven by the media and the right in politics. Talking about education isn't always easy, but 3CR's never been scared of uncovering the often complex stories of injustice in the education system. What is easy is supporting 3CR during Radiothon 2017. Support Radio for Change. Yeah, that's us, Radio for Change, listeners. Golly gosh, we're sitting in this beautiful studio, which was built, I remember when this studio was built, and it was built with donations like yours, and with the help of the Wharfies, who put a lot of physical effort into it, especially Jack the Hat Davison, Davidson. I always kept saying Davison, but it's Davidson, Davidson, Jack the Hat. Remember, he was only young when he yeah, died. Yeah, Jack too. was, well, like a lot of workers. When you, you work for a living and you get stressed, you get burnt out physically and mentally. I mean, work is a killer. And I heard, um, as a blurb a few minutes ago, Pride going here, a worker every 15 seconds is killed in this world. Every 15 seconds globally, a worker dies. And, um, no worker should ever go to work and die. That's atrocious. And 3CR is a voice against those things. But 3CR speaks of workers' rights. And again, as I say, if you don't fight, you lose. Yeah, well, we've always said that. No, no, but it's true, isn't it? If you don't fight, you lose. And it's every 15 minutes a worker dies no, somewhere 15 in... 15 seconds. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. It might every be... 15 bloody it could seconds be Angola. Some... It could be Colombia. It could be Aotearoa. Oh, it, it could be, be Thailand. It could be Backers Marsh. Someone might fall off faulty scaffolding. Or someone might be poisoned by leaking gases. Everywhere, 15 seconds apart, somewhere on our planet, a worker was killed by the employer's negligence. Every 15 seconds. That's what I said, That's my dear. That's totally what I heard. ridiculous. How can that possibly happen? Because employers don't care about us. And again, I mean, I tell you what, speaking about employers don't care, 3CR is the only radio that gives workers a voice. You won't have to mention on 3AW or 3AK or 3DB, but 3CR mentions workers' rights. Isn't no, that right, Bagman? 3AK or 3DB, you really well, are going back in history. history. I'm old enough my to know God. better. So I didn't mention 3UZ. Well, 3Z now 116, but who cares about the other radio stations? Where's 3KZ now? Is that still going? Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Just my age. Yeah, well, I used to be on 3KZ. Oh, my God. Well, I, we was, go. I was on 3KZ. Really? But yeah, I was on 3KZ. I was in the Billy Bouncer show. Really? <laughs> what show? Yeah. Billy Bouncer? What was your name on the Billy Bouncer show? Susan. <laughs> L- little Miss Susan. Yeah, that's... That sometimes he called me Wee Susan. Wee Susan. <laughs> Wee Susan. Okay. And I had to have a big block. I had to stand on this block to stand up next to the microphone. This microphone was as big as your headbag, man. You know, it was as big as a, a grown man's head, this huge yeah. microphone. And it was rigid. It wouldn't move. It was, you know, sort of stationary. And I had to stand up right on it and speak. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I'd tell people where their presents were hidden. Right. Is that the same box you're standing on now? No, I'm sitting on a chair now held up with band-aid and lacquer bands, as you know very well. Because what a people thing to don't say, but donate. 
Yeah, well, they didn't donate to Three KCD. They look what happened to it; it died. Yeah, can I be? Can I be? It's like Channel Ten. People didn't donate, and it died. I'd like. There's a rort going on there on that Channel Ten. Anyway, I want to be an interventionist. It's nine ten. We've been on here for ten minutes. Has any listener phoned make a pledge to Three CRs left after breakfast? Because listeners, we can't keep going about your phone. So again, nine four one nine eight three double seven. Please pledge. I know Albie and listener Lamb might be pledging. Maybe Colin's pledging. If you have pledged, please let us know, because 3CR needs you, the listener, to keep us going. Is Colin still going around? Radio is. is a time for raising money, but it's also a time when we get to hear back from our listeners about how you feel about the station. We'd love to hear from you during Radiothon, so ring up, donate and have a chat. Our number is 9419 8377. 3CR, Radio for Change. Oh, that music. Swinging and swaying. Old trad jazz sort of stuff. Fix it or something. One of the problems with the Radiothon, we've got a very famous character. Almost as famous as you, Susan, and, and uh, as you, Gwen. Um, Irene Bolger. Uh, she's been in two Radiothons so far since she started on the program, but I don't think anybody's ever told her that the program starts at nine o'clock. So she she'll... had been in two radiothons. She's only been back in Australia for a couple of months. Oh, get out of it. She's been back here on this station, on your program. Yeah, but not during radiothons. For the last radiothon. two years. See, this is what happens, listener. This is why we need you to donate. We have to educate the bag man. He needs some special lessons in history. He, thinks he knows the history of the working people. He knows the history of the working class. He can tell you all about a particular food union and a particular building, particular production plant that was closed down for some time while he was sitting inside making phone calls all over the world. Was, I think that goes back to the early 84, 80s. 84? Was 84? Uh, Rosella. 80, uh, late 84 would have been. The union then. I worked for, the Food Preservers Union, because there was the Prices and Income Accord at that time where... The Labor government had told union officials that you had to become policemen over your own membership and if uh, members wanted a pay rise, they couldn't get one. So the Food Preservers Union was out on strike for 26 weeks. Wasn't it two big ones? Wasn't it Rosella also? You had two big blues in mid-80s, early mid-80s? Yeah. yeah. You Which were one? there. I was there. I, I, was, I was thinking of the one where uh, you were sitting inside the, the factory. That's right. Sitting on someone's on was the CEO's desk. Dan, was Dan on that Dan making phone somewhere? calls? Out the far eastern suburb somewhere, wasn't it? Was, it? Uh, it was Rosella, if I remember, in Knoxfield. Yeah. And was, uh, yeah. The, the workers, after 24 weeks, I think, decided to occupy the factory instead of sitting outside Fair being enough. cold in the caravan. They actually took over the factory itself. And, uh, yes, there was a photograph of me sitting in the manager director's chair, Mr Darcy Good, um, He'll, he'll remember me. If you're listening out there, Darcy. Make a pledge, out there, the old times. If you're listening out there, Darcy, boy, ring up and give us the money <laughs> now for, our, for our, our, our radiothon and the bag man won't occupy your office again. Well, yes. If he does, at least vacuum yes. the carpet next time. It was actually quite funny because there was a lot of people from uh, different ethnic backgrounds like Yugoslavs, Croatians, Italians and whatever. And when we took over the factory, each particular minor, uh, ethnic group um, took over a section of that factory Fair and enough. available to them 
was public telephone, so they were ringing all their relatives. <laughs> Why not? In, in Italy, Greece. In Croatia. <laughs> Why not? Whatever. It's a public service. That's right. Uh, but again, speaking of phones and ringing, listeners, please ring 94198377. There's been a few pledges received already. Bagman, do you want to maybe give us a, a drum roll and explain his ring? A drum roll? Did you really want a drum roll? I, I wouldn't mind a drum roll. I, I, I can give you a drum roll if you like. Here we go. Drum roll from Susanna roll? Duffy from Wee oh, Susanna in the corner. No. No? Well, what about? There you go. Ba- the Bagman's on stage. Uh, we have had some uh, pledges uh, coming this morning, Mr David Kenyon, um, uh, from, oh, I'm not too sure whether we should say people's surnames anyway. No, we, we leave the people. David of uh, Ripon Lee, uh, $6.50, go on you, David. Joseph uh, Malignaghi um, from Garden Vale. Now, Garden Vale used That's to be near little, Port Melbourne. Port, little Baghdad, didn't it? Nah, Garden no. Vale is near Port Melbourne. It's where oh, the General Motors plant was. Well, it might be Garden City. Uh, oh, no, sorry, lie. Garden Vale, sorry, down near Alstonwick, sorry. Garden City's in Port Melbourne, sorry. Oh, I'm right. mixing up my suburbs, yeah. my gardens. You'll have to go back to the, back to the drawing board. Back to the crayons, then. bag man. And Susan Sharb from Caulfield South. $25. Thank you very much, Good on Susan. Susan. More importantly is that people are actually listening to the program at the moment. Um, I'll give the rest to you, uh, Glenn, that you can read out because okay. there's, there's a, uh, a donation from 3CR Royalty there. We don't have royalty here. We have, we have comrades. I don't have royalty. What 3CR Royalty? Oh, a 3CR comrade here. Yeah, people who have been around. Jan Bartlett has been part uh, of the 3CR's Camaraderie has donated $50. So big thank you to Jan. Why wouldn't you call Jan royalty? Because royalty defines hierarchy oh. and privilege. Let's let's say comrades. Oh. We're, we're, well, we're I'd in say together. She's a royal comrade. She's a royal comrade. Well, maybe part of a troika. Yeah, good on. And as well, as well as Jan, yeah. Joy Phillips has also made a oh, pledge of $50. So thank you to Joy Phillips. Joy's a uh, great old... Not so much the old, but the great listeners of this program. And so, so been for many years. David, Joseph, Susan, Jan and Joy have all pledged to 3CR. And listener, we want to see your name in front of us in lights pledging to 3CR. 94198377. You can give us a call. In fact, we can sing it for you. 94198377. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Goodness. With your beautiful voice, Bagman. You know, he, he used to sing in the, the old, look, wasn't it um, St. Patrick's Choir you sang in? No, it was uh, St. Michael's Choir in uh, North Melbourne. There was nothing flash about it, Susan. And I was a boy soprano until I reached the age of about 13, 14. Yeah, you were a... I became a baritone. Yeah, it happened very quickly to you too, but you were a beautiful love. Look, I've heard so many people, so many people who remember, who talk about your beautiful soprano voice. Mm. And where are they? Why aren't they ringing in donating? Right. Listener, if you remember the Bagman's beautiful soprano, give us a ring on 94198377 and you can donate and keep his soprano. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing, Glenn and Susan, what a a kick in the uh, Salada Crackers can do for your lifelong ambition. So your orchestra stalls were ugly, were they? Now I've had we've had a pledge. Speaking of the world of music and dancing, goes hand in glove with music. My friend Albie, the dancing man for Wimsdown, has pledged $40. So thank you, Albie. And Albie would love to dance with Susanna, do the, 
The yeah. foxtrot, the, the, the flug. The no, evening free step. Oh, I used to love that. Yes, I'd, uh, look, uh, I look, I can go the forward, evening three One step back. I'm not, that's also a song. Uh, Dosey do. So thank you to Albie. And, um, yeah, well, thank you, Albie. Look, and I was thinking of actually, I've. Uh, Sort of getting back into my tango, trying to practice and get. Well, he back wants into to the dance for you, my dear. Tango, but I was never very good at the tango when I was twenty. He can teach I mean, you. Fifty years later, I'm certainly no no better. Well, Albie's got a few years on you, and Albie's right maintained his. Albie's got the great footsteps. Ex-boxing, Ooh. great dancer. Really? So good on you, yeah. Boxing so he's light on his feet. He is. He's still. Right Albie's eighty, oh. eighty-five, and still my dancing age, twice God. a week. Just a right age. Just a nice age for a man. Well, so if Albie's pledged money to dance with Susanna, you can pledge also, listeners, well, nine. For some years, mm-hmm. I've been saying, uh, I've been threatening to dance with him. I'm going to have to dance He's with him. waiting, my dear. He's been waiting for the last well, five maybe, or six years. Maybe he can come into the studio. And we can dance on air. Week, we can all dance. We can do the sweet foxtrots and fandango. Quite a run, okay. Nothing like uh, Irene Bolger suggested a couple of weeks ago. That we do the program in a nude. No. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> well, you can phone Sean if you want to, but I'm not doing it. Not in this weather. Are you Sean? Sean from the Hospital Workers Union. Not he, in this. He likes to get his gear off. Not in this weather. <laughs> not in any weather for me, please, my dear. If comes on close to the summer, we'll... Um, we'll you can. Well, I'll have a sickie that day. No, we, we, we can continue on. It's perfectly okay. But 94198377 is... Our phone number here, and we would yeah. like to hear from you. Listen, we would like to hear your pledge. We'd like to have you t- to ring up and tell us, ah, tell us if actually listen to the show, much less the fact that you ring up and tell us how much you've enjoyed us and what we've covered. And look at Tracy, what we've covered. What have we covered this year? Well, what have you done? Ah, oh, we've discussed uh, the, the Radium Girls. Issues relating to the centenary of World War One and opposing the war in World War One, we've covered a whole gamut of topics. And think about, look at three CR. We're supporting the community who supports us. Look at um, other other media entities in the corporate world. Channel Ten receivership, Rupert Murdoch's News Limited owes over eight hundred million in unpaid taxes. You know, if you want to choose a media outlet, you don't choose those. You choose three CR because we're your only radio left. What did you say about eight hundred million? Mister Murdoch, a few years back, had a big court case of News Limited and the ATO, and the ATO wrote off eight hundred and sixty-two million. I think it was. But we and gave him some money. That's right. We gave it. We, he was given that money. It was written off from tax. He didn't have to pay. But it was put in his hands. That's we right. Handed it over. That's right. And that's money. So so Abbott would win um, the election. Oh, he did win. That's money that could have paid for schools, for health centres, for jobs. Money could have helped a lot of Australians. Over eight hundred million dollars, and you look at Mr. Murdoch's rags. Talking about bludgers, he calls people bludgers. This is a man who leeches off the Australian public. So, listeners, don't be a bludger. Support three CR and keep us going, please. Ah, uh, good idea. Couldn't have said it better. I think it was Kerry Packer that said, uh, mm. "If you if you if you don't pay the minimum tax, you're you're a mug." Mm. You know, you've got to minimise your tax as much as possible. He's not saying much nowadays. Yeah. Oh, well, he's free KZ. Yeah, that's what talking I'm about, talking about radio stations. Gary Packer, he's Is dead. He? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you mean I hope that, so. You mean all those... The lizard. You mean uh, the transplant didn't work? No. But his son's put money into Channel 10 near the administrators. And, and this, we're told, you know, your business committee, follow your business leaders. They're the ones who have the acumen skills. And they'll rip off the system. Like, There's something please. going on there. 
Mount Gina put in fifty million, didn't she? Well, at they want to they want to change the media laws, and it seems very convenient right at the at the moment that uh, Channel Ten's gone into liquidation after mm. Lachlan Murdoch mm. threatened to sue them unless they did go into liquidation. Now that's a case I've never heard of before. He threatened to sue them, the directors of Channel 10, uh, if, if they, they go di- broke. didn't go into liquidation and go broke so that the laws could change. We're not stupid here, you know. Yeah, well, it's a rich man's country yet, sport. Yep. There's a law for the worker and a law for the wealthy. Well, there yeah, is too. <laughs> well, but again, uh, we need a law to support the 3CR. And we appeal to you listeners to give us a call, like Albie, like Jan, like Joy, like David, all those who have kept 3CR and left up a breakfast afloat. 94198377 on your OD Cologne. I think I've spoken to David before. I did mention his surname, I might do it again. Um, David's from Ripon Lee, and he has. Uh, some good uh, uh, information to pass on after oh, the program where he gets on the, t- uh, gets on the what do you call Odie it? Odie Cologne. Bone, um, and uh, has a chat to me. David from Rip and Lee. David from, David that's the same was, one. He was in Korea when he was a child. Was he? What, yeah. in the war? No. Oh. He was Ooh. a child. Has he? Mm. He brought up in Korea. Yeah, as a child. I've been to Korea. Yeah, but you weren't a child. No, I was a grown man, but I've still been to Korea. I've well, I've been to Korea too. I, have you? Yeah, but I have, I didn't stay there. Well, well, I didn't leave the airport. Oh, right. But but they put you up for six hours. You see, while in Korea. Yeah. On your way to where Italy? Yeah, on your way to on study way. that bloke with a eye in the middle of his head that throws rocks into the river. Yes. Um, only people who listen to this program who was that? Uh, will know. <laughs> Know exactly what we're talking about there. We're Cyclops. talking about Cyclops. Cyclops. Oh, yeah, Cyclops. Cyclops was Greek. Was Cyclops he? had one eye, yeah. Oh, yeah, but he was in Sicily. That's where his travels were in Sicily. Yeah. He went to Sicily. He crossed uh. the Straits of Messina mm. through, you know, there was the crashing rocks and the whirlpool, remember? The Straits of Messina is where you get on the train in. You go over on the train. <laughs> go, go, no, the train goes Sorry. over the over the strait. Over the water. Back in yep. Ulysses' like, day, there was no train. It's loaded onto a ship. The whole. Oh, okay. The whole train yeah. and takes her over the straits of Messina. And a big it's terrific. And I think you end up in Sicily or somewhere, don't you? That's where yeah, Sicily ended up. You went to Messina, which is Sicily, which is where Ulysses went, of course. I was, went, in, Greece. I was in Greece a couple of weeks ago, you know? Yes, I know, and you and would Turkey. be in Greece now. Mm, but the should fact be. that unfortunately... And you um, actually. Unfortunately, you, and your wife's father... Father uh, died, Jack. Not nice. yes, Gentleman, not nice Jack. Gentleman Jack, and you had to come back. Otherwise, come you back. wouldn't be here for the radiothon, so you wouldn't mm. be on air again ever, in a, ever. Well, I've, I've, I've managed to miss him the last couple of years because of my overseas travel, um, but um, I should be relaxing on the, the Greek island of Poros right now. Well, you're relaxing on the Pacific island of Australia right now. Not Thessaloniki. <laughs> Not, uh, Thessaloniki. I like Thessaloniki. I loved uh, Thessaloniki, but I didn't go there this time. I went there a couple of years ago. Fell in love with the place. They got two. Any Greeks out there listening? Thousand. I'm gonna. Huh? You got two hundred thousand Australian. Who did? Who do you have? Yes. When you buy yourself a place on Thessaloniki, and you and oh really? And and, and you have a lifelong visa, or you oh, could really? go to somewhere like Coz, and spend six hundred dollars a year rent. 
on a, on an, on a, a, a beautiful place, and you can stay for nine years. Where do I find these places? Greece. How do I find them? Greece. I know they're in Greece, but where do oh. I find them? How do I... Who's well, publicising this? Well, as you know, they've been going bad in Greece all through Europe because of austerity. <laughs> and it's one thing we haven't hit yet in Australia, austerity, but watch that worst is coming for us, which is why we need your donations, sister, here at 3CR, because things are becoming austere. But the Greeks, of course, had terrible, terrible times with austerity. And people have left, young people left, people have gone, and they have empty places. They're not villas, they're farmhouses and cottages and things that probably people still live in today around, you know, broad meadows. Or Clarkfield. West Coburg. They still live in places like, like, like this. Hang Smaller on, I, I, I came from Broadmeadows. I know that. And I've now ended up in Coburg and you've, you've shit-canned both of them. I just, I just met not expensive villas oh, with right. swimming pools and, you know, butlers. Double carports. And, you know. there's, actually, there's actually a place in uh, Italy called Cinque Terre, yeah, which I know means the five towns, where you can actually get land and a house for nothing um, if you promise to renovate it because the young people have of the Cinque Terre have all left. Yeah, and they I know. Yeah, they've gone to Cos. Oh, they've gone to... No, Italy, the Greece. No, they've gone south. Three coins in the fountain somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking yeah. of coins, listeners, can you please chuck your coins towards us? Because, you know, we're after a big target this year of 200, 220 grand. And uh, Mr. Mm. Murdoch will give us some of these tax dodges, but he won't give it to us. But we need your money, listeners. So you know your number, 94198377. To support Susanna Duffy's Left After Breakfast Wait. on 3CR, your only radio mm. left. I think I remember the first Radiothon that I got involved with, and that would have been about 38 years ago. Easily. And I think that the magnificent sum of money was something like 3000 would Would it have been dollars in those days? It wasn't pounds. Yeah, it would have been. Your bank. Yeah, 1966, <laughs> they changed. Um, $3,000, and that seemed like an insurmountable amount uh, in those days. But uh, somehow... We struggle and we limp we home survive. sometimes. We just limp over the line or we fall a little bit short. But it's amazing to keep the 800 volunteers that work in this um, radio station and the small staff mm. that operate uh, this magnificent radio station. It's unbelievable. Great effort. Now, Great I've effort. got to go to make to raise some money because I'm a wage slave listener. So uh, I've got money to raise. Don't forget, I'm gone. You've got the bag man. And our host is Anna Duffy here on Left After Breakfast. So get on the AD line for the last time, 9419 and plead to 3CR, your only radio left. And what more can I say than Chocula? Chocula, you, you haven't answered him back, man. Oh, no, I'm waiting for him to leave the studio so that uh, uh, the uh, the wonderful Irene Bolger, who uh, is about to come into the station, will be able to sit down there. We're going to change chairs. It'll be a bit like the uh, Titanic. Um, but what do you mean, if like- you admire someone like Irene Bolger, who led the nurses in 1986, it seems like a long time ago, that got them uh, decent wages and better conditions, which they enjoy now. If you remember, Iran, you may be involved with the campaign. Uh, give us a ring and donate some money. Now, if you nine four one nine eight three seven seven because, basically, we want money, bag man. We do want money. And Radiothon want 2017. And, uh, 3CR, uh, Radio for Change.
3cr.org.au The best things in life are free But you can give them to the birds and bees I want the money 3CR, radio for change That's what I want 9419 8377 That's what I want 3cr.org.au That's what I want Radiothon 2017, 3CR, radio for change Your love gives me such a thrill but your love won't pay my bills. I want money. Money, give us money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what we want. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what we want. It's money. We want money. You said it. We want money. Heard a couple of old stages there in the making of that. Um, um, Studio announcement. What? What? Noel Brooks. I heard Noel. Noel was a bit of royalty around the station. Also, she'd been around as long as I have. Jeez, it makes me feel old. Thirty-eight I, years now. Thirty-eight is, years. I've sure, been it's there. thirty. Sure, it's only thirty-eight years. Oh, could be longer. I started off doing lost dog and cat announcements, as everybody does. You know, volunteering your time down the. Um, down at the front desk and uh, I came in uh, a couple of times a week to do, um, um, what do you call it, when you're station manager, after hours station manager, volunteering. Station worker. When station you worker, yeah. Not the station manager. No, but uh, when you come in uh, to the station after night, after the station manager's gone, the person that's on duty... Yeah, you're on duty. You're the station duty you're person. The, you're the station duty person. You take over the roles of um, station managers. That's the way it works around here. There's yeah. a hierarchy, yeah. whether Glenn likes it or not. There is a hierarchy, um, and we're all comrades. Yes, and that's that's it. But it's called station duty person. I remember you being a station duty oh. person. I remember you doing the lost dog announcements. Yeah. And then 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 I remember you going up further in the world with um, some union work. And I used to record. I used to press the buttons on the recording on the tape recording. The old days when we had reel to reel tapes that went round yeah. and round in circles. And I was record you and uh, Dave Groves. At right, it was called um, D and D, and D, D. Um, which stood for drunk and disorderly sometimes. Um, and we used to do the blown can award. Remember that one? I do indeed. Then we done the root your boot award. That's right. Yeah, that was good. And, uh, and 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 if you heard that laugh there, listen, it was Irene. Yeah, they were pretending that not that I wasn't here because I was late. Who's joined us? Good, good morning, morning. Sorry, everybody. So how many? It's my dog's fault. Your dog died? What? No, it was my dog's fault. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, We're asking people to lean on 94198377 to give us a pledge. Please do. Please. We need it. Yep. Look at us. The poor, Otherwise, you might poor have three to, of us. Well, well I was going to say to we us. might have to dip into our own pockets, but we do uh, anyway. <laughs> yes. um, you know, we, um, we always make, uh, Susan always makes sure that we give a sizable donation. Mm. And uh, mm. my. And I hate And she pats us too. down when we come in, see <laughs> if we've right. got any money on you know, yeah. our pockets. Well, I do that mm. to her when she's been to my house, uh, <laughs> put her through the, uh, through the metal detector to make sure she hasn't <laughs> stolen the silverware. Um, you don't even have any silverware, I've checked. 
<laughs> oh, you had a look, did you? Yes. Yeah. No, that's why we don't have this shovel where we have plastic knives and forks after you'd been. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, they, well, I didn't know you were here today. I didn't see your bike. Um, I, uh, you I drove. was allowed to have the car. Oh, uh, because the Harley, the Harley Ferguson 150cc chopper uh, <laughs> has got a, um, a flat battery. Because oh. I forgot to turn disconnect the battery when, when I went, went overseas. Away. And when I came oh, back, it was, silly boy. it was as flat as a shit Carter's hat. Oh, oh, dear. Just imagine that. So I was up the road getting charged up. It's got more... The, the battery at the moment has got more life in it than me. Um, it's probably about oh, half charged. It's nearly charged. dead. Yeah. Poor thing. <sighs> All right, uh, if you... If now, you, what are you talking about? Oh, we We're haven't made up people, our mind yet. We're talking about people pledging us some money to keep 3CR. Oh, is that... About yes. About the wonderful things that we do here on 3CR, the wonderful things we've talked about. Yes. We, Bagman had actually just mentioned how have we supported workers' rights, workers' movements over the years, and we mentioned the Food Preservice Union and him lying back on the CEO's desk smoking a big cigar and ringing up Turkey or somewhere, yeah, right. and how we that was when they <laughs> occupied the factory. We've also talked about how we supported uh, the, the the nurses' strike back in '86. Was that Irene? Yes. Well, you should know Irene. Bolger, I think it was. Yes. It was. Yes. yes. And so, and we did support. We supported then that from three. Well, it was great support then. I, I I didn't hear it at the time because I was a little bit you busy. Were too busy. Yeah. But uh, so I, I didn't ever hear the nurses on the well, on three C. Well, we actually had a fundraiser for the nurses yes. at the time. You yes. go back to nineteen eighty six, and I think we raised eight thousand yeah. dollars. Wow, uh, which was a fair amount. That's of huge. Was, yeah. And it yeah. was plus all the dim sims that uh, me and David Grove could drop around to each. Uh, it's the picket, picket line, line. Um, which was uh, going on at most uh, hospitals. Well, you were, you were only dropping around to the picket lines to flirt with the nurses. Well, they were nurses. Mm. Mm. No, that's not, you? But that's what three says. Has no, you did some, that people did some fantastic stuff. Yeah. And, and, and the, people the, like Dennis and 3CR and yeah. you. And you won. We you did. Won we we did win. And the, thing, the funny thing is, though, well, it's not funny, uh, is that we haven't gone down in history like, say, the MUA strike. Now, they lost, but they've gone down in history. They've had a film, they've had this, and they've had that. I'm in and when film. they talk about big strikes, they talk about the MUA. They forget about the nurses. Mm-hmm. And we won. Yeah. But it was a women's strike. So yeah. It was a women's strike, that's Well, right. that, take into account, it went on for so long because yes. those male figures oh. in the ALP at the time... Yes. And I think one of them now lives in France. Oh, who's that? Um, Susan, I know his name. He was the the undertaker. Oh, um, White? Yeah, David White? White? Does David, he live in France now? I think so, yeah. Oh, it spoilt it for me. Well, I won't go there again. he Parliament. He's Lung, got a pension. Dock, I believe. Had? Down in the Lung Dock. Um, oh, really? Very nice. Oh. Well, yeah. I know that he, uh, after he left politics, was... Working for some, I don't know, company or doing some sort some of stuff like they all do. Yes. Now, listen, Meg, when you've got something, can I? There was a drum roll before you read it out. Ta-da! Okay, now you can read it. Oh, can I? Yeah. I haven't got any headphones on, so maybe I should put some because on. Because we can't afford them until people actually okay. donate. Um, <laughs> a good donation uh, to Left After Breakfast from Eric and Nigel. 
from St Kilda, 20 bucks. So thanks very much. Thank Jerry. you. And 20 Nigel. bucks is a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. It, it really is. No, no, it is actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to a thank you so much. Or to a people on um, welfare benefits uh, that haven't been Low wages and as yet, it's a fair bit of money. And coming from a pensioner, five bob will do us. Yes. Yeah. So, so thank you very much. Yeah. We appreciate it. And that's Eric and Nigel Eric in St Kilda, my, one of my favourite places. I hate it. Oh. I hate it. Oh, I spent, why? I spent some time there. Um, we were a working class family uh, in a boarding house. Oh, in St. well, Gilda, St. well let's, <laughs> yeah, it's not the, the best place I, to be in St Kilda. <laughs> the last thing I remember about St Kilda when I was a yeah. young lad before I escaped was uh, the three-seater couch. Uh, going through the window and landing uh, two stories down. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that was nice. It was providing seating for the public, general public. Well, it wasn't no, in hang Fitzroy. On, it was our. Oh, I'm sure it was. It, was, our, it, was, our it, it wasn't in Fitzroy Street, was it? No, it wasn't it was the Gatwick. No, no, just off Fitzroy Street. <laughs> I can't remember the name because I was so so small. But uh, I, oh. I eventually escaped. From St Kilda. Yeah, yes. we call um, a place. Is it Morning Star? Oh, Morning Star. Do you remember the Morning Star? Well, you know about the Morning well, that's, Star. That, that's where you went to get brutalised uh, yeah. by the Catholic Church, by the Franciscan. I'm not uh, saying that you were at Morning fathers. Star, but you had a lot of. Uh, a Mum lot told to do. me about you had it. a lot to do with um, some people who had been through it, who they yes. came and spoke to you about, it, and you were part of. Giving evidence of things, yes. But it's been sold, you know. The building's been sold. The Gatwick? What? The Morning Star. Oh, yes. It's now a, um, a fancy boutique hotel. Chinese. Um, I've actually written to them and said, um, you know, you really should have a look at the history of this place, yeah. the, the, the violence that went on. Yeah. It's haunted. And uh, <laughs> you put the guests up in cells. For two hundred dollars a night, where the brutality uh, used to happen. Well, I would have washed um, the blood off the wall. So, oh well, doesn't matter. Wouldn't they? The bit of paint over the no, top. The stain would still, be, still there. be there. Uh, it's uh, like of kids screaming and oh, um, stop it! Being sexually assaulted and whatever. And others <laughs> not being able to assist the ones who are being assaulted and suffer. Oh, anyway. Well, if you did. You yeah. got bashed up yourself. Yeah. If you heard some kid in the next cell, I'm talking about children, yeah. um, in the next cell being brutalised, and you spoke up, well, you can rest assured the uh, priest come in and gave you a, a little clip behind the ear also to keep you, keep you in line. It must be like in Tasmania when I actually foolishly, foolishly, on a nice pleasant trip to Tasmania, went inside an old jail. You know, I just yeah. want, you know, it's open. It was, it was $2.50 to go in or something. And I walked in and I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts or fairies or gods in the sky, but I walked in that place and all my hair stood up all over me. It, it, I felt ill. I was really, it was a horrible, I could feel horror from there. And I'm just an ordinary atheist. Mm. Any, anyone who's got any sort of, proper sort of sensibilities would have a dreadful time going to the Morning Star, whatever it's called now. Well, if they... If, it's a boutique hotel, but if people boutique. knew the history of it, uh, maybe 
they would think uh, twice about it. No, I'm saying nothing about the yeah, boutique no, hotel. Of no, course, I mean it's just be been a, resold. It's just been sold has again. It resold again. Yeah, it's got made. It's making a lot of money. It's mm. gone to a big Chinese. Nothing against the Chinese, for God's sake. No. Nothing against them at all. But also, they happen to have bought this place, and they may not understand, or they don't have the same history. Mm. You know, as as. Oh, well, I'm well, sure they I do. can tell you there's I've blood. Got to, I've got to shut up. There's blood on the floor and blood on the walls and blood on the soil. We, will we cheer anyway, up a bit? Anyway, let's cheer Get up. off the blood on the walls. Yeah, let's cheer up. <laughs> yeah, cheer us <laughs> up, Lester. You can make us cheer up by reminding us that you've made a pledge. You can keep pledging all day and all tomorrow. Um, you can pledge online as well. I'll tell them. Ring up on 94198377. Ready to sing it, Bagman? Sorry, Susan, I was about to leave the studio. Because you said I was going to, you were going to see, come on, nine four one nine eight no, three seven. No, I never, ever promised, and Gwen shook his head at the same time, Glenn's I never promised to, back you up. to sing that along with you. Now, I'm going to leave your studio for a minute. Maybe you can get Irene uh, to sing the four one nine eight three seven seven phone number. I'll, I'll be listening. I'll be back in a minute. What tune are we supposed to sing it to? No, we don't have to sing it. All. Oh. It's only, I'm only getting him to sing because it gets up his nose and annoys him. Well, now and he is. walked out. Yes, and he was walked out. And, go, <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and then we get it ruined. It's a stretch a bit here in the studio. And breathe just a couple of Sheila's in here now, listener. And now we can say to you what we've been doing all year. How long have you been back in Australia, Irene? Not long, is it? Oh uh, no. Well, yes, actually, time's gone. It's probably about a year and a half. No, would it be close to two years now? Would it be? Mm. Oh, yeah. It's gone so quickly, though. Time, time mm. goes really. Yes. Really, really quickly. Yes, and my... it's going quickly now, listeners. So you have to ring up and give us a pledge of nine. You've got <coughs> fifteen minutes, and we have to get. Uh, $1,700 in 15 minutes. Oh, good grief. So bring up and pledge 10, 20. So if I tell you something, will you give us some money, please? Well, I was just going to talk about, um, I don't know whether people know, but you know how Channel 10 is uh, in put itself into administration. Yes. Well, a story, there's a story behind that. Yes. And the story Moving is... Moving to the metallics. You ready, listener? Yes. <laughs> about Lachlan Murdoch, who... As part of part boss of the place, that uh, that he's pretty much forced them into going into administration now because it's going to assist them. And you can you might have heard the government come out and say it's even more reason why they have to change the laws on media ownership. And so it suits Murdoch to have ten in administration at the moment because it shows that there's something wrong and the media laws need to be changed. And so he's put pressure on them and said that he would, uh, <coughs> um, and this is allegedly said, uh, that uh, uh, he would sue the board if they didn't go into administration, if they b- tried to borrow any more money from the Commonwealth Bank, that he would, he wasn't going to be happy about it. No. So they weren't allowed to borrow any more money to keep them going. So they've been they've gone into administration now, which is earlier than they needed to, and they might not have needed to if they borrowed money. So because it suits Murdoch, because it'll they're going to change the media laws, and and that now that that's going, this is going to bolster their argument. So this bloody station's gone broke because you won't change the bloody laws. So it's your fault. Yeah, your fault. that's what they want to do, put pressure on and say, well, the laws have to change because uh, look what's happening to Channel 10. 
surely those politicians, those politicians must be able to see through this. Yeah, but they're using they it. They could say it. they're using it. They don't care. <laughs> oh, I'm just cynical, bitter and twisted. Yeah, but they're... Because I've been lied to so often. But they're using it. The politicians, the Liberals and the other weirdos up there, uh, are use, going to use it for their own purposes to get the bill through. So it changes the laws on media ownership. Even so it'll all yeah. be owned by Murdoch soon. So even though they know perf- perfectly well what's going on, they'll still do it. Because look, don't, I don't want to say anything disreputable or infer that anyone is disreputable. Oh, really? I don't want to. But Go on. A lot of this has got to do with um, people getting nice cushy jobs when they leave Parliament. Yes. And and people getting nice... Uh, who was a nice... Uh, remember... Remember Steve Crabb's wife and the nice bit of property she got next to Gollo in... Um, but she wasn't in Parliament. Tuscany. No, but Steve Crabb was. Yeah, but his wife's not beholden to him, is she? No, but no. they still received and still got a nice uh, nice estate um, in Tuscany right next to Gollo's. How did the... Oh, okay, not right next to Gollo's. Nothing to do, of course, with, oh. uh, with the deregistration of the... Of the BLM. Oh, no, of course not. Nothing to do with that. No, no, no. Oh, 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 look. We have some more pleasures coming in. People sort of, they finish their time on Parliament and they um, they retire. Oh, no, they just go into... Well, look at Kim Beasley, Bomber Beasley, where's he? He's uh, in London, isn't he? No, Mm. I think he was in America. Oh, he's in the United States. States. He's, uh, He's been, you know, sitting over there... Doing what? Not much. No, not much. Growing fatter. Hanging oh, out. No, well, I was going to say that. He wasn't, <laughs> a, he wasn't a bad I'm old too nice. stick as far as uh, politicians Beasley. Oh, yeah, he I was, uh, had a photo was, session well, with Obama one day. He jovial. Was, uh, not a bad Wasn't bloke. he? Jovial. Jovial. Yes. Yeah. But uh, he clearly likes his little sinecure over there. Um, oh, it's nice work ethic. Get it, Irene. Don't yeah. be jealous of them because they have to I don't be want rolling to be the... in the clover. <laughs> I'd like to be. I'd like to be the a consul in. Um, it looks as if you're listening up in Canberra. I'd like to be the consul in Spain, if I could please. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, you have a I'd long be very good at that in Spain. Mm. No, speak I'd be the a consul bit in Italy. Spanish. No. And I can be the consul in Italy. Yes. Oh. Well, we want well, a job. I'd be better than Amanda Vanstone. Oh, God. Ooh, Amanda Blundstone. <laughs> Amanda Flintstone. Amanda Tombstone. <laughs> there was a terrible... Once she got there, there was, a, there was a thing with the Italian press. For some reason, they took against her. and they. Kept, oh, no, I don't believe I, it. I, I don't know why. And they kept taking photographs of her eating. So whenever <laughs> they'd have a picture, you know, oh the Australian, you know, consul, that cherry uh, picture of Amanda shoving, truly shoveling pasta down her throat or big gelati, a big cream puff cake. Once. They always showed her eating. Whenever they showed what I do. the picture, and on the TV, you know, they have a picture of, you know, the bag man sending us a picture of the bag man and the Australian, you know, Amanda Vanson, and there she was eating, going around. But that's because, you see, Amanda Vanson never sat there in Rome to tell them what the number of 3CR was. She never yeah. said, to, she never said friends, Bastard. Roman citizens, no. give me your 
ears and ring up 419-9419-8377. Did she? She never did that, 9419-8377. What's that in Spanish? What's that in Catalan? Oh, God. Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> well, I thought you may known. What I can't speak two? Catalan. Well, well I, I understand a few words. Oh, don't do that to me. Oh. <laughs> it was, well, it's too Turkish hard. Thing, oh, I, I wasn't there long enough to learn the language, Susan. I, I should be sitting on Uno, the dos, tres. Um, um, uh, spending my hard-earned savings over the many years. And uh, instead you're here at... Coming out of my superannuation mm, fund. Yes, you're on Trece Era. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of people have rung in with uh, sizable donations too. Oh. Donation of $50 wow. from Colleen of Sunshine North. Now, we know Colleen. Oh. And $50. Thanks very much, Colleen. Uh, much appreciated. And also, you might know this guy, um, uh, Susan, Bill Price, has uh, donated $30. Now, it doesn't say where Bill comes from. What suburb? From Flowerdale. Flowerdale. I knew you'd know, Susan. <laughs> $30. That's a lot of money. Oh, well, thank you, both of you. And we Bill haven't Price. even taken our clothes off yet. Oh, no, we discussed that before. <laughs> We aren't going to do a nude radio con. Sorry, so, Billy. Was, yeah. was that what you would? Was that why you oh. were donating? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Maybe lived in hope, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could take my dress off. He's an oh, old uh, oh. BLM supporter and a friend, and I'll support Lisa. I'm looking. Um, she's yeah. threatening to take her dress off. I'm thinking about it. I might make a donation myself. Um, oh well, put. Tell us how much and I'll take it off. All right, nine four one nine eight three seven seven for listeners who don't want Irene to take her frock That's off. That's right. And don't you oh, feel... Oh, yes. There you go. Don't you feel sorry for, for free politicians this morning who were uh, fronting up, although they don't have to ah, front up... I wanted to talk about ...before that. the Supreme Court mm. um, because they didn't know the... Um, Difference between the separation of the powers and whatever. So they're mm. up for contempt in the Supreme Court. This but they're morning. not actually turning up in person. Well, they're sending their lawyer. Every time I got pinched, <laughs> and every time I got a summons, had to turn up. I had to turn yes. up. If you didn't turn up, yeah. uh, they no, rake something up. up. They're too important. They've but sent that, their lawyer. That was in very, uh, very when I was very young, um, before I seen the... You have a the, few warrants out, did you? Well, we won't go into that, but um, I was very young. Uh, oh, I'd done my time. Yeah. And I had a, a brilliant education inflicted on me. Yes. Uh, at various um, government institutions by <laughs> blokes in uh, um, black capes and a hat on their head. Yeah. Yeah, they advanced my education. Uh, well, they're very helpful. They're uh, prepared to help people, <laughs> to help people get on in life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I wanted, did want to talk about that today in case people don't quite understand why. But it's, it's because there's a case that's currently being considered by the court it's not if they'd had a go at, at a judge about something that's finished. Yeah, that's right. Free uh, speech. It's a different thing. Well, people keep going on about free speech as though we've got unlimited free speech in Australia, not like in the United States. We don't. We do have restrictions on how, what you can say about people and, well, and so certain it things. Be. You can't just which say you can't just you like. abuse. No. 
people because well, of their colour. You can say some things, but you can expect to get charged for it if you do. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but so with this, it's it's really because there's it's there's a case before the court that the court's considering, and so you can't come out and say stuff that what might look like that you're trying to. Uh, have an influence on what the judges are going to do. And that's what this is all about. Uh, and these politicians are, are raving on uh, about the Victorian Supreme Court. They're, and they're saying Victorian Supreme Court. They're not talking about any others. But they're, everybody's, they're all having a crack at the Liberals at Victoria at the moment because they, they don't want Victoria to be Labour. So, um, so it's all about that, and that's why they're being called. They've been called up before the court because the law. it's wrong. And and the reason it's wrong, I'll tell people, is that if you look at the United States and its terrible system of law, there you have a lot. Of, you have judges generally are um, uh, judges. I'm, I'm just distracted. Judges generally are. Um, uh, uh, voted in, and so are mm. attorney, you know their prosecutors. They're yeah. all voted in, and what you'll find is if you look at um, where things have gone wrong, and things go wrong very often in the legal system in the United States. There are many, many, many people who have been found to have been convicted wrongly. Some have been in jail for thirty-five years. Some have been um, executed, and. Uh, because what happens is, is there's, a, there's a case in a, in a, particularly in smaller towns and in the country and places like that, and everybody wants the person to be caught. You'll find that the first person they get where they've got a little bit of, they might have a bit of evidence against, will get shoved through because they want it up, want it through, sold before the elections, and you'll get judges and prosecutors who have got one eye on the election and the other eye on what's going on in their court. And so it, it creates this, um, well, it, it creates uh, an uncertainty about what's going to happen and, well, a certainty in some ways that you're not going to get proper justice. So in Australia, we've got a better system and uh, judges are put there because they're, uh, well, they all have, obviously have, politics and personal views, uh, but they're put there uh, without being beholden to anybody so they can make those decisions. Yes, yes, so they have uh, a terrible uh, system and they don't have a 3CR either. I say, so they have nowhere poor to hear, things the, the hear of the us people. going on. 11.30 this morning in the Supreme Court, if you're not listening to 3CR, you have a look. time to get down I was down thinking there of because, going myself. <laughs> uh, the Environment Minister, Greg Hunt, uh, Human Services Minister Alan Tudge and Assistant Secretary Michael Sukar uh, join the growing band of drongos. Yes. Now, if you ever want to see a drongo and to see how they really feel about poor old Mr Trump, who happens to be the joke of the world, well, you, only, you only have to uh, listen to um, Malcolm's uh, speech last night to the to the um, uh, uh, um, to a sponsor the thing. You forgot, didn't you? You forgot what to say, baby. Yeah, you were so busy thinking about waiting for people to ring up and dialing us on nine four one nine eight three seven seven. It went completely out of your head. Yep. It's nothing to do with shifting from the northern hemisphere to the southern hemisphere. It's nothing to do with being dragged off a beach in 
off Poros. Some, some Greek island of Poros <laughs> and being dragged here and put in front of it. It's got nothing to do with that acid bag, man. Well, anyway, um, Malcolm joins a growing list of drongos for believing that any speech he made, and he was making fun of uh, Donald Trump and he deserves to be made fun of, uh, but there is such a thing as diplomacy. He was before an event sponsored by the media and he thought that anything he said would be off the record. But usually well, you are yeah. a drongo. <laughs> you are a drongo. Um, uh, a flame and drongo. Yeah, flame and drongo. Uh, well, guess, guess who leaked it? Guess who leaked it, though? Who's the big, big, big leaker? Laurie Oaks. Yes. Anyway, uh, we've got Laurie a... Laurie Oaks, has he rung up to, to pledge? Yeah, you? Laurie Oaks, we're giving you, you up a thumbs up, mate. Did yeah. he ring up, up and donate. Um, ring up on 94198377. <laughs> Here's a big donation, Susan. Uh, $100 from Anne oh. Taylor. Um, oh, Anne. From the Education Anne. Union. Thank you so much. And then also $20 from uh, young Jack Evans. Uh, Jack, <gasps> Jack. Is a, Jack is about to turn seven, but uh, oh. when he was six, I'll just give you a, a quick uh, um, uh, pricey of this. When he was six, I got invited to... Grandparents' Day uh, at the at the Talbot School. Oh, um, so um, I go well, in and see Jack, yeah. and uh, his little mate comes over and he says, "How old is your pop, yeah. uh, Jack?" And uh, he turns to me and says, "How old are you, pop?" And I said, "I'm sixty-seven." So he turned to his mate and said, "There you are. I told you, my pop is nearly in heaven." <laughs> so. Well, ja- I've met Jack, and Jack is a great personality. Yeah. I like Jack okay, a lot. Okay. And thank you. You've got 30 oh, seconds. Yeah, to give us... Doing us on 94198377. <laughs> well, we'll take him. Actually, you can ring ups all day, yeah. We'll take some telephone calls after we finish here. Uh, we've got to get off to the gymnasium fairly soon, but I'll, I'll be here taking some telephone calls, and so will Irene. You can speak to Irene as long as you promise to donate some money. So it's, okay, uh, let's go ahead and say my way, Susan. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose.